Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. This is a film on Netflix. It's based on August Wilson's play of the same name. The screenplay was adapted by Ruben Santiago Hudson. This is directed by George C. Wolfe. This is a neat little movie because, again, as we said, it's a play that's been adapted to screen. So it's really not much of a plot. It's more about the depth of the conversation and what happens to these characters. It's simply about a group of musicians in the 1920s who are coming to a recording studio to record an album uh, with the infamous Ma, who is this uh, famous blues singer. And as we kind of follow the course of this only about 90 minute movie, we hear a lot more about the social injustices against um, black people in America, especially during this time, uh, not only just as a people, but also as musicians and the entertainment business. So Taylor, I'll throw it to you right here. First off, this being one of those neat films where it's a play adapted to a movie what what did what was kind of awakening you watching this because this is one of those like I could easily have seen it on stage, but I kind of liked how they you know a lot of intimate shots, a lot of long monologues and you know a lot of big dialogue scenes. Again, not much plot, but it's the it's the um, hardcore kind of conversations that really pull this into a really masterful film. Well, little little fun fact about this. We talked about this right before the recording. I'm just going to jump right in here and say uh, this project was originally announced alongside a 10-picture deal that Denzel Washington had with HBO starting with Fences, which also was an adaptation from a play to a film. Um, never hearing about this first time watching this, right off the bat, within 20 minutes of watching this film, I can definitely see the, the theatrical roots uh, mm. of seeing this very you're right there's very intimate shots there's not a lot of big set pieces there's mostly it's set during in the basement of the recording studio and the actual recording studio itself so there's not a lot of uh, crazy action going on there's a lot of these tight intimate shots and just fantastic uh script writing so i, I really love the source material of seeing like wow this is really in your face and you really compared to other films that are just, you know, regular screenplays, you're really, I was really pulled into the performances right away. And I was just blown away by everything from, I mean, the costumes, the makeup, and just the whole atmosphere. You really felt like you were pulled at a different time. And it was just a very intimate feeling. Yeah, August Wilson, uh, notably was one of the prolific uh, uh, playwrights um, for the black community um, he would talk a lot about the 20th century experience and this is definitely a, a neat film in that because it's um, this is set around the time of jazz and blues and so we're seeing uh, a side of it in terms of entertainment business uh, you know fences being one of his most probably well-known works which yeah Denzel Washington did a film version of and that's been a very famous play uh, that had a lot to do with uh, the working class in terms of uh, how uh, a family's treated. And, and this I thought was cool because it was that spin on, this is a time period where the blues and jazz are starting to really pick up and mostly white producers. There was no black producers for, you know, albums and records. 
and they're kind of at their bidding because they're the one paying the bill. But what I love about this is that Ma is so she's so um, she's so into her, you know, her work as an artist and that she it's her way or the highway. Yeah, she knows. So kind of she knows her worth and she, she knows her worth. She, yeah. And it's a fun spin on, you know, in a time period where it seems mostly uh, the black community had to do what they had to do to make ends meet. She's kind of telling the white man what to do. And, you know, when we see these kind of meek, these, you know, we have these two characters in the, in the film that are kind of like the agent and the producer. And they're, they're very much uh, bending over backwards to get her to do what they need so they can probably make money, you know, selling these these nice records. Well, when, what's great about that is just seeing that relationship between um, her character and we're going to go into the other performances, but Chadwick Boseman's character and how they interact uh, with these producers and, and agent, it shows a lot of the great background relationship that she has probably had to endure to get to this status, that she knows her worth because she had to struggle to prove herself. And you see that she says, now that I've proved myself, I have the chops. I've created such amazing stuff that you guys are going to do what I want to do because I know what I'm worth and that there's other producers out there that will produce this. So it, it's a really cool thing to show just her attitude and probably a little bit of a, a peek into maybe what, you know, went into how she became Ma Rainey and, and the whole mystique. Yeah, I mean, off the bat, looking at her look, I mean, Viola Davis, you know, always a masterful actress. She's just always knocks it out of the park. Oh, and she gained all this weight for the role. Yeah, there's, oh. she's got this, she's, you know, yeah, she's bigger and it's the look. She's got, you know, first off her teeth, she's got multiple uh, gold teeth or silver teeth or, you know, her teeth are all messed up. She's got this painted face on her. What actually, I think it's so unique because it kind of paints the picture of, of that doll that's been overused and, and outdrawn and you could see there's this whole this whole flair with her outfits to seem like she is this supremely wealthy person but i'm sure yeah there was a lot of struggle to get to where she was which is why she has this persona of um i'm not gonna do what you're gonna tell me to do like you're gonna do what you know i'm not gonna sing unless you give me a coke all these all these little things that she's like very peculiar about um but she has this group of four guys musicians there to record and they're all you know as we've seen time and time again in many different movies often you know you'd have famous artists going to recording studio they just get a few musicians just to record the background they're not there to make a star you know they're there just to support the act make their money mm -hmm. make their days and then leave well the four guys uh these you know great casting here Couple a uh, couple guys I know have done theater before, which I thought was smart. Um, notably, Michael Potts, who played Slow Drag. He was the bass player. Um, he was in Book of Mormon original cast. He was in The Prom. Uh, he actually played the teacher that Keegan Michael Key played on Broadway. Um, then you got Coleman Domingo as Cutler. He was kind of the the lead man of the group. He's the trombone player. We have Glenn Turman, who's Toledo. He plays the pianist, and then. Probably the the most we got to talk about here. Uh, Chavik Bozeman uh, plays Levy, who is the trumpet player. Now, we talked months ago after unfortunate the passing of Chavik Bozeman. Did a little tribute to him. At that time, I thought The Five Bloods was the last film he had uh, made. 
Incorrect. Uh, luckily, we got one more film that he had made, and honestly, probably his best performance. Yes, we 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 talked about this. That this really is Chadwick Boseman's film. Yeah, this is a Chadwick Boseman film. I thought the way that the trailer looked and the way the title is, you think it's uh, Viola Davis's leading role. She's really a supporting role. She's a you know significant character, but. It's about Levy. This is a, a really a movie about him. And they really, this lets Chadwick Boseman shine. And I, like I said, I think it's one of his best performances. He's a trumpet player. He's a young up and coming trumpet player that thinks he can rise to the ranks of stardom. He doesn't need uh, this low life, just being a, you know, a, a band person playing. He always says, I don't want to play jug band music. I want to play, you know, jazz. I want to get, you know, the blues. And he wants to, write his own songs and form a he band larger than life persona. I mean, he has the persona that Ma Rainey has, but he hasn't worked his way up to that. Yeah. And it's just, uh, as I said, when it talks about how they, how August Wilson would blend in these, uh, the moments of the social injustice and the, and the things that they would go through as, as kids or stuff. This is where the really masterful acting is because Chadwick He's so charismatic throughout the whole movie. He's this young hot shot who likes to make fun. He likes to have jokes. He's, you know, he's eyeing the, you know, Ma has this kind of girlfriend figure. She's like, she, you know, at first you're like, is it her daughter? But I guess it's more like a, maybe a lover or something. And um, he's been eyeing her the whole time. And then we see these moments where he really lets out what happened to him as a kid. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to watch. It's just, it's so beautifully acted it's just haunting to watch him and think oh it's so so sad that he passed but this is one of those films where i think we, we saw with like heath ledger like i think chadwick boseman should be nominated for best actor and i would not be surprised if he won posthumously because it's just like i i was like this is incredible work yeah it just it it showed su he showed such range dynamic from his you know when he first started on the scene and he's just like you know the hot shot and he's like oh i don't need you guys and and i'm oh man i've got i've got dreams i've got big aspirations and then these moments where he's like you know tears running down his face and then um you know again no spoilers here but there's there's some very dramatic intense moments but of all the actors in this one, he shows the most range dynamic. And it is tragic to think that this is his last full role, but what a role for him to go out as his final role on screen. Um, it really kind of is exciting to think that if he uh, went back ever to do like theater or something like that, you can see a lot of his roots when he first started out. I mean, that's where he came from. And a lot of these characters, as you said, these actors, a lot of theater you know, roots. And I think that was great about that because it really shows in this performance because this again was, we've talked about the power of, you know, stage to screen or screen to stage. This, I think, again, is showing one of those rare moments where you can beautifully adapt a theatrical pr uh, production and create it into a film like this. It was very, very well done. Yeah, I, I could totally have seen, uh, you know, things been different and, you know, not a COVID situation. This is a this is a show I could have seen having um, a revival on Broadway and getting Chadwick to do it. And that would have been like, you know, sold massive tickets, you know, they and it would not have been just a, uh, you know, get a famous name. It would have been no, we're getting a solid actor in this role. And imagine him doing that eight times a week. You know, that would have been incredible. But luckily, we get this on film forever. 
And I think it, you know, it's it's due to George C. Wolf here, who's the director of this, a notable Broadway director and playwright. He's done so much for the theater. So I think Denzel, as you know, one of the producers, was smart to hire someone to direct this that knows the theater to adapt this. Because like, yeah, like you said, really the the main set is the recording studio. There's a couple scenes that show, uh, like in the very beginning, there's a whole kind of big concert scene kind of deep in the woods you know it's some big tent that's really about it most of the movie is set in this recording studio on the main floor or down in the basement where they get to practice and especially down in the basement it almost gives this kind of vibe of like a prison cell the way that it's all filmed with the lighting and it's just these four guys and constantly going back and forth corner to corner them talking to each other and you know they're just, they're just trying to practice and the, the way the tension heats up when they start to get a little uh, into those those deeper things that, you know, mm-hmm. are hiding underneath and um, well shot. I mean, even it was, I loved I loved all the shots out on the street, too. This is supposed to be 1920s Chicago. Uh, it looked really fascinating. All the yeah, you said the costumes, the makeup, the lighting, everything. It just it really popped on screen for me. Yeah. And I and again, the dialogue. I mean, this this dialogue it really showed that, I mean, they kept, it just, there's these fantastic scenes where it's humor to, to tragedy and drama. And it's just very snappy dialogue that mm-hmm. the, for, for 90 minutes, it's a really good. It moves. Minutes. Yeah. It, it moves. moves very well. It flows very well. And I think there's, so, there's such a difficulty sometimes where people can't do that and adapt it between stage and screen. And I was really like, wow, this is really, it really, you know, captured that, that essence. And I think this is a fantastic film that really leads to a great ode to that legacy of fantastic inspired black culture and the music uh, of black culture as well during that time period. And still to this day that I, I could see this film over and over again, and it wouldn't get, I would love to see this again on a stage. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what, uh, what if any uh, nominations this might get, because I think it definitely will uh, be deserved of a couple acting noms and uh, technical nominations as well. Uh, once again, we'll be very interested to see what the Oscars will be like. Um, but this is definitely one I think will have to be uh, honored in some way because it was uh, really well done. So uh, definitely think it's worth your time to check out Marini's Black Bottom on Netflix, especially as Chadwick Boseman's uh last film uh just masterful work so go check that on netflix and that was this week's potential pick thanks for listening to the potential podcast you can follow us on instagram and facebook at the potential podcast or on twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris dewar And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know know your your potential. potential.